my name is Christian Schoenberg. I am a um, hematologist uh, based in Hövde, Sweden, and I have previously uh, worked on CHIP and MDS, and I am here today to talk to Kirsten Grönbeck, who is an expert on uh, CHIP and MDS. Um, uh, Kirsten, could you introduce yourself? Yes, so I'm Kirsten Grönbeck. I'm a professor of hematology in Copenhagen, and actually I'm a physician scientist, so I work both in the clinics and I have a research lab mm -hmm. where we work on CHIP and MDS and a little bit on lymphoma. Yeah. Um, could you define CHIP for us? Yeah, so um, CHIP signify, um, is, is called clonal uh, hematopoiesis of indeterminate potential and it signifies that there are somatic mutations in the hematopoietic stem cells. Um, there has to be more than 2% variant allele frequency in order to call it CHIP. And CHIP has been associated with a lot of AIDS-related disorders, in particular hematological cancers, mm. where it's about uh, like 10%, uh, no, 10 times increased uh, risk of hematological cancers. Mm. Um, what's the frequency of CHIP in the general population? Well, if we use very sensitive methods, these clones can actually be detected in all of us. Yeah. Um, but there is this cutoff to say 2% uh, variant leak frequency. And by the age of 60, around 10% of us has these clones. But if you go to the age of 100, it'll be about 40%. So the, the, um, the incidence is increasing very much with age. And if I remember correctly, you know, the standard 70-year-old um, person has like 350 or 400 mutations that yeah. can be detected, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? you can detect all that, but of course, hmm. Only not, some not, of that, not, not, not very many of them become, they make big clones, because it also mm -hmm. is about the fitness of these uh, mutations in the, in the cells. Sure, yeah. sure. Hmm? Um, there's a, a phrase being thrown around, uh, that's called epigenetic age. Uh, could you define that for us? Yeah, so, so, so epigenetic age is actually um, um, like a, a biomarker of aging. Um, and it's based on DNA methylation on blood cells, mm -hmm. in blood cells. And you can have an, an accelerated epigenetic age if, you're, if the methylation profile of your blood cells is actually corresponding to a um, an older chronological age than your actual age, then you have an, an accelerated epigenetic age. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are two different kinds of, uh, because you look at, the, so the, I mean, people have associated uh, chip and epigenetic age. So if you have a chip, you have a, an accelerated epigenetic age. Um, and then different types of mutations have been um, assigned to different types of epigenetic aging. So, um, DNMT3A mutations are um, associated with what's called intrinsic uh, epigenetic aging. So this is related to the cells themselves, where you have T2 mutations that are associated with um, extrinsic epigenetic age, meaning it's actually about a change in the blood cell composition. So it probably will mean that the blood cell composition has to be um, sort of a, a senescent microenvironment for the TED mutated clones to, to actually um, grow. Is it known whether it's stroma or if it's the descendants of the original mutated clones that alters that? Uh, it's the mutated clones, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. 
because we did another study. Um, so we, we presented, where well, we published this in Hemisphere recently about uh, something about the um, epigenetic clock. Um, but we did another study where we looked at uh, DNA methylation in, in chip, uh, in TET2 mutated chip. And what we could actually see that already at the states of chip, uh, the myeloid enhancers had methylation changes that could, all, could also be found in MDS and AML, meaning that this is probably very early changes uh, in the blood cells that might be driving um, towards uh, um, myeloid cancer. Mm -hmm. um, is the presence of CHIP associated with a shorter survival in non-hematological um, disorders? In general, CHIP is associated with a shorter survival. In non-hematological disorders, it's very uh, variable. Mm -hmm. It depends on the disorder. I mean, CHIP has been associated to a wide range of different uh, diseases in addition to hematological cancers. And that is now being discussed a little bit. But for example, I mean, there's been a lot of hype about cardiovascular disease. Mm -hmm. And that was tattoo, right? That yeah, tattoo, and you know they have the tattoo mouse model where you can see, you know, there's a very, very nice picture of the mouse aorta full of arteriosclerosis. Uh, but now, actually, there was a very recent paper based on the UK Biobank by George Basilio showing that they, where they didn't find the association to cardiovascular disease. So, so I think this is an open question, and it uh, probably needs to be looked at in different populations. But but most studies have shown an association. Mm -hmm. There's also a very interesting study where they treat. Uh, it's a cardiology study where they use canakinumab, which is an IL-1 beta inhibitor, and they see that the one the, that patients with set two mutations actually do better, so that it works better there. So, so I think there's certainly something, but we probably will need to look more into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and are there currently treatments um, or treatment strategies being developed for CHIP? Um, there's a lot of discussion about that because, you know, you don't want to really make 10% of the population above the age of 66, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I think we have to be very careful with yeah. that. Uh, but I think the time has come to do clinical trials in certain situations. So, for example, we know there's a, a positive association with uh, having donor chip and allogeneic bone marrow transplantation, the donor chip with the NMT3A mutations. So uh, that means the recipient gets more graft versus host disease um, and actually also have a better survival or less risk of progression. That's very so, intriguing because that's probably associated with the intrinsic fitness of that yeah, clone that exactly. comes from the donor. Yeah, or maybe mm -hmm. actually mutated T cells is also very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe the inflammation that is, is created by the clone. Yeah. So that so there it's a that's a positive association. So yeah, so it, it, it goes in all directions. But I think your time has come to do clinical trials, particularly in a situation where you also have cytopenia, those C cos patient clone right, cytopenia right. undetermined significance. And we are actually doing quite a few types of trials in, in, in that area. So mm -hmm. we're doing a, a trial with um, all vitamin C and another one with metformin because there's the idea that uh, that the bone marrow adipose tissue is actually stimulating the clone. So, so that we're opening up a new trial now on how exercise affects clonal hemostasis. So, but 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 of course this is in a, in a in a population of patients that are referred to us to the hematological departments already, and they are more sick. Uh, and I think if in, if we need if we want to do something, just in in a situation where you have chip where you don't have any cytopenia, then we really need to find very non-hazardous drugs, right? So, but for example, if vitamin C really means anything, then that should be done in a, Big population study. Yeah.
Fascinating. Thank you very much. Thank you.